1: Beat is the official podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter McCulley. The folks at the Parksville Beach Festival Society have a busy summer planned. Joining us today to talk about those very plans, we welcome President Cheryl Dill and Entertainment Director Lloyd Derry. Thanks to you both for joining us today.
0: Such a pleasure to be here. Hey, Lloyd.
1: It is. Thank you for having us, Peter. Seems like this summer is our final return to normalcy when it comes to events in the area. It's been a pretty long three years, I guess. Even though last year there was a lot going on. How were the numbers at the gates for the Sandcastle competition last year, Cheryl? I know that it was the first year back in a while.
0: You know what? It was a long time coming. It was really three seasons that by the time we got everything up and running... So our numbers were very consistent with 2019, which was a great year. So we had around 115,000 through the gate. We thought everything was back in order then, but we still were dealing with some pandemic challenges. That Absolutely. But it was a good year. We were really pleased as a volunteer group to get back on track. We had our sculptors there. We were down a few due to the pandemic, but this year is shaping up to be a good one.
1: How about volunteers and the amount of money you were able to give back to the community?
0: We had great results at the gate. People were very generous. This past year, for the first time, we took donations electronically with the tip tap machine. That helped us. We didn't have to count as much coin, but we always appreciate either cash, coin, or electronic donations. So it was a successful year, Peter, and we were able to give back $75,000 to the volunteer groups that staff the gates for us. So that is the best day when we give away those funds.
1: I've been thinking about putting in one of those tip-tap things myself.
0: You should. You should. (laughs) It's amazing what you could make right here in the podcast room.
1: Enough for a coffee once a week. (laughs) Last year was the first year for the outdoor theater in the community park. How did that work out?
0: You know what? It was a resounding success, I have to say that. It was our first season with the outdoor theater, and so it was a learning season for us. The theater was up and running as of mid-July. We were hoping that it could be opened a bit earlier, but you know how construction goes. It's so much work, and when you look at that theater, you realize just how beautiful of a facility It is, and that doesn't happen in short time. So we were so pleased. We were able to use that facility for the Tim Horton Summer Concert Series and bring that back as well as the inaugural Mid-Island Co-op Rock the Park Music Festival. That's Lloyd's Baby, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about it, but what a fantastic summer. You know, we estimated that there was about 20,000 people throughout that five weeks coming to those concerts. And the energy was so positive. It was such a beautiful setting for hot weather. What a great location for lots of trees around, giving you some shade. And, you know, the performers and audiences alike just commented on how wonderful the facility is. And the term world class facility was heard on a number of occasions from the entertainers and their managers. We're incredibly proud. So we didn't get a chance to rent the facility out yet, but this year we will. So, again, we're still in the learning phase, but it's really a successful theater.
2: Sounds great. Yeah. Lloyd, can you tell us how that theater is being operated and managed? Peter, the Beach Fest Society, under an agreement with the City of Parksville, is managing a theater for the next three years And our goal with the facility is to be able to offer it to the arts and cultural community at reasonable rental rates. So how do we do that? The main idea behind reaching that goal is to have a couple of ticketed performances a year. And hopefully we'll raise enough money from those ticketed performances to pay most of the operational costs, which then allows us to keep the rental rates fairly reasonable for everybody else. And the other side of that is we're full service now. We can offer renters and from the arts and cultural communities some pretty good benefits, like our, we have a great sound system. That comes complete with the professional sound techs. So they can rent that and use that. We have just this last year bought a perimeter fence, which we can erect. Screen perimeter fence, which allows them for ticket events, allows us to keep the crowd within that area. It's pretty attractive to anybody that wants to rent it. And, and for anybody putting on their own ticket events, we have the McMillan Arts Centre who can operate as a box office. So it's pretty cool. And we've noticed an uptick in rentals this year. We're off and running, and it's going to be an exciting summer.
1: So, Lloyd, can you tell us about some of the events that are planned for the summer and where folks can go to check the lineup?
2: You bet. And we've got a really exciting summer coming up. Of course, we've got the Tim Horton Summer Concert Series again. That's starting the first concerts on July the 21st. Once again, this year, all those concerts are free. There's eight of them every Friday and Saturday starting then. And we have an impressive lineup of bands, from a number of different genres. To check out that entertainment, people can go on our website, which is parksvillebeachfest.ca, and then just click under Other Events, and all that's there along with bios of the bands and whatnot. The big event of the summer, of course, as Cheryl said, my baby, is the second annual Rock the Park Music Fest from August 11th to 13th. It's a tribute to old-time rock and roll, classic rock, and more. Yeah, man, we just have a stellar lineup this year comprised mostly of world-class tribute bands. And just to run some of those by quickly, we have Supernatural, which is a Santana tribute. We have Nearly Neil and the Solitary Band, a Neil Diamond tribute. We have Night Moves, which is a Bob Seger tribute. We have Fleetwood Magic, which is, of course, a Fleetwood Mac tribute. We have Centerfield, which is a CCR tribute. We have a Night of David Bowie We have the Joe Cocker Experience. We have a group called Arrival, which is a NABA tribute. And we have Darren Lee and the Memphis Flash. And Darren was a former world champion Elvis performer, had a long-running show in Vegas. So that's the world-class groups, and then we have some other groups. We have Rock of Ages, we have a group called Big Awesome, and we have Garrett Gregory, who is an up-and-coming country rock recording artist who's recently had two hits on the top 100 of the Canadian Indie Country Chart. So that's going to be pretty cool. People can go on the Macmillan Arts Centre website to buy tickets, to check out the performers, the lineup, when they're appearing, and also to listen to the bands, and that is shop.mcmillanartcenter.com We think that our festival lineup, looking at all the festivals, especially around the island, is the best value for an entertainment dollar, and just encourage everybody to buy their tickets to avoid disappointment. We're hoping to sell the thing out. Other than that, one of our dreams right from day one, when Cheryl and I and our board first put our heads together, we want to build a facility big enough to hold a symphony orchestra. And we did. That dream is coming to fruition on August 20th this year. It's a Sunday afternoon, the last day of Beach Fest, and we're going to host a Vancouver Island symphony. REMAX is the title sponsor for that, so it's the REMAX Symphony by the Sea concert that afternoon. Other than that, we've got some local groups that have rented it for their own shows. We've got a a group called the Pan Wizards, which are a youth steel drum orchestra of 35 kids coming in from Seattle. We're having a flying fill celebration of life. We have a picnic booked. They're talking about some live theater in the works. And we've even had inquiries for a wedding.
1: So as far as volunteers go for your bandshell, the volunteers are, I take it, a very important
2: part of making that go as well? Absolutely, Peter. And volunteers and the public can get involved in, in two ways. Firstly, the general public can buy tickets to our ticketed events, which we explained helps us run the facility. But with any facility like this, volunteers, as you say, are crucial. We need to help folks to help with stage management, preparing the stage and the site, and setting up the sound system in advance of concerts, assist the attendees when they arrive, crowd management for bigger events, cleaning up the grounds and family afterwards. And we also have a need for a small crew to help put up the perimeter fence for ticketed events. There's an opportunity there for a club or a football team or a hockey team to work for a few hours and earn some dollars for their cause. So so we also have what I think is really cool. And so far we have three young people that want to learn about sound reinforcement and learn how to be a sound tech. And they can sit beside our professionals and that's the best classroom in the world, right? So we have that too. Generally, we just want Parksville and area to get excited about the facility, get involved, take pride and ownership in it, and celebrate this fantastic facility that we're very blessed to have in our beautiful community park.
1: Cheryl, we've talked about this before, and perhaps you'd like to touch on it again, is the economic spinoff of having such a facility in town.
0: When we were applying for grants, Peter, for this facility, we had to do some math on that. And we underestimated what we feel, and we didn't want to be too over optimistic. But we figured that in a summer, with the types of events that we have, we can generate four to five million dollars of economic spin off just for this local community. With the success of the attendees that we've had, We feel strongly that it's even more so a higher amount of an economic spinoff, but we'll see how this second season goes. We've got, as Lloyd said, some terrific rental bands that are renting the facility and all of the things that we've planned this summer it's going to be a much more successful summer compared to 2022 i hope you have your dancing shoes uh, polished okay. and ready to go peter because we're expecting good things I from to you get
1: my back straightened out first <laughs> <laughs> what's the best way to purchase tickets again for rock the park or any of the other events
0: we're really pleased with the partnership we have with McMillan's Arts Centre. We want other organizations to benefit from this great facility, and that's one of them that does. So support Macmillan Arts Centre. You can go to shop.macmillanartscenter.com, or you can visit the Macmillan Arts Centre in person. It's 133 Macmillan Street in Parksville, and the box office is open Tuesday to Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m.,
1: That sounds great. So in between all these concerts that you folks are putting together, what are you looking forward to doing this summer?
0: We're going to be down (laughs) in the jewel of Parksville and Parksville Community Park, just enjoying all of the work that we do. And when I say work, yeah, work is a four-letter word, (laughs) but you know what? The other word is fun. And I just have such a good time working with all of these volunteers, and especially with Lloyd Anything to do with music and entertainment, I think it's part of my blood being from the East Coast. So that's one of my goals is to get some East Coast bands out here. Hopefully we'll make that happen next year, if not beforehand. Right, Lloyd?
1: I know you probably saw him many times growing up as I did. Miles Goodwin of April Wine just gave his last public concert three weeks ago. Oh, man. He's finally retired. He gave it up at 74. I'm
0: I remember many a Citadel Hill watching yes. April Wine on Canada Day or elsewhere. That's such a great band.
1: Lots of folks in British Columbia enjoy April Wine as well.
0: You bet.
2: One other thing, Peter, I had neglected to mention when we were talking about volunteers. We're going to have a volunteer orientation recruitment day and barbecue on Sunday, May the 7th at 4 p.m. right at the stage. We encourage people. We'd like to do an RSVP for that. So... Anybody that's interested in volunteering, they can phone me at 2509547188 or email me at lwdairy at gmail.com.
1: Thanks for being with us today, folks. Thanks
0: for Thank having you, us. Thank you, Peter.
2: Appreciate it.
1: That's this edition of PQ Beat. If you have comments or suggestions, you'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com.